Hello, my name is Tawana Shante, and welcome to the Freedom Agent Journey podcast, where we'll be discussing an array of stories, conversations with amazing artists, entrepreneurs, writers, educators, and thought-provoking spiritual leaders. So grab your pen, paper, juice, coffee, or tea, whatever you choose. This is a peaceful space for you to be inspired to be a proud freedom agent. I'm always asked, What's a freedom agent? It's an individual willing to break down barriers, to be a catalyst for change. And I always say, it's just as simple as that. So I am super excited once again to be joined with my guest on the podcast for today. And it's the amazing mother, wife, businesswoman, Yolanda Brown. How are you today, Yolanda? I am well. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad that you are uh, able to join me uh, today uh, for this podcast. I think it's going to be a really, really passionate one. And it's going to be something that hopefully that um, the audience will be able to take away from. So would you please give the listeners a little brief history or a description about uh, what it is that 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 you do and, and who you are, the mom and the, I, you know, I call us the household CEOs that rock. Absolutely. You know, and it's always interesting when someone asks me, you know, who are you or what do you do? And and, and it really, I guess, depends on who I'm speaking to. Um, <laughs> I, I wear so many different hats and I, I do not have a single day that is, you know, you know, one after the other, that's the same. But you know, in general, I am um, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. It's my hometown. Um, I would also claim Chicago, Illinois, as my hometown as well, because you know I've kind of interchanged both of those cities in my upbringing, and and they both made me who I am. Um, I I I went to um, my grade school years were spent in the Chicago area. I actually moved back to Jackson, Mississippi, um, and attended St. Joseph High School. Um, And after I left St. Joe, you know, admittedly, I wanted to get as far away from Jackson as possible. So I think I literally threw a dart at the United States and I chose the the farthest point. Um, I went to, um, to Cornell University. Um, in Ithaca, New York, and when I graduated from from Cornell, I spent a lot of time. Well, not a lot, a little bit of time on the East Coast. I went into the corporate world, you know, where I spent quite a bit of time. Um, met my husband in Boston, um, moved back to Chicago, and uh, and spent quite a few years there, uh, building a career and so on. Um, began my family there and decided to come back to Jackson to raise my my young family. So I've kind of been all over the place, you know, got a graduate degree in the process and in, uh, in there in Chicago. So, you know, I, I've, I've worked corporate America. I've owned my own business. Um, I educate. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. Uh, I'm an aunt, you know, all kinds of different hats. Wow. Yes. There's so many. Look, you know, it says we're so, uh, (laughs) there's so many multifaceted things that, you know, that, um, as, as women that we do. So it's always so amazing. But, um, I'm the reason why I'm so, like I said, excited about, you know, this interview, um, with you is that, um, we've known each other. feel like 
goodness gracious, like we've known each other for fifty years, right? Um, But we met because we have such a, um, I I would call it just a a connection with what we both do, and that is we uh, are homeschoolers. But I think it was just the fact that we we had so much in common. You know, we would just sit. You know, when I first met you, I think I kind of summed you up. I was like, let me see what. And when you just begin to start sharing the books that you were reading, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's dope. She's cool. Yes, she's cool. Um, so with that being said, why did you choose to homeschool? And, and that question, I mean, you and I both, we get asked that question all the time. Um, and it's, 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 it's a simple question, but yet it's so complicated because there is no one real reason, um, that I decided to do it. It is, I mean, it's, it was economical, it was political it was there's there's the whole history um of education at least the last 50 years there's so many reasons but i i would say first and foremost you know i looked at my children and i wanted to do what was the best thing for them i wanted to create an experience for them that was like no other i wanted it to be uh, wholesome I wanted it to be organic. I wanted it to focus on them and them first, primarily. I think every child is born into the world curious for how the world works and all the things that are around them in that world. Yet, as I began, as I got closer and closer, you know, to my children, you know, getting of age to go to school, I just I looked very closely at what our schools were producing. And instead of that thirst, that natural thirst of knowledge that that we're all born with, I, I, I saw that flame extinguished, you know, so many times in in children. And, you know, by kindergarten that you, you have to almost, you know, hold them back from wanting to run to the schoolhouse. But by, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade, you know, they look, they, 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 they're almost clamoring to get out and the fire it, it is gone and they're almost dead in the eyes. And, and that's, you know, I guess we'll get into that and we'll talk about that. But I didn't want that to happen for my children. I wanted them to have such an optimal experience when it came to, to education. And I wanted them to just naturally explore what their gifts were um, and to and just to expand on, on what are, what do you on this earth to really do and to really contribute so I decided or we decided um, that we were going to support that and you know there's a lot of decision making that goes around that um, but you know that's I guess that's first and foremost you know why did you decide to do it right right and and I and I think um you know, you said something so important, you you know, just wanting to be able to allow your children to um, be in this ex, uh, exp, exploration state, you know, of, of really just being able to really understand everything that was around them. You know, and I think a lot of times people don't um, realize that that's the beauty of young children. I think they have such a, um, I call it just a way about allowing things just to flow through them and so they're willing to really smell the flowers and you know appreciate all of these 
um, great things that, that surrounds them every day. And a lot of times it could be kind of zapped from them. So I think, you know, that was definitely really, um, that's really important. Um, with that, what, what age did you begin though? What age was your children, you know, were your children homeschooled when you decided, you know what, I'm going to do this? Um, now we, my children did start, um, in the, in the school system and, and, and we had a couple of, um, kind of starts and ends and then start again. So, you know, my, my, my children are now 17 and 15 and my oldest, um, Kyle, um, did start in, in the public school system. And this is back when we were in the Chicago area. And so we, we, and then we moved here for, which would have been for his first grade year. So, you know, we went a year or two in the school system and then I decided to pull them out. Um, and then we tried again, um, you know, we put them and this is private as well as, as, as public and we put them in. And again, you know, I said, I'm just, I'm not seeing the things that I, that I want. So, you know, how long have we been doing this? Probably now eight or nine years, um, you know, with a couple of starts in between or toward the beginning where we were really trying to, to make the school system work for our children. Um, but ultimately we just decided to say, you know, this is, this is something that we have to do. And, and we made the commitment and we haven't looked back. So that means you looked at this as an option, like, you know what, I, this is what we have to do. And which I think a lot of people, um, uh, don't think of homeschooling as an option, you know? So with you saying that, um, how do you feel about, um, the process and in terms of connecting with people who, who probably would say, you know what, um, you know, this is not an option, you know, for me at this moment, I can't do this right now. You know, I can't, um, I can't homeschool. It, I'm not, you know, I'm not a teacher. I'm, I'm, I, I can't do it. What were some of your fears that you had before, you know, you were like, Hey, this is, this is something that I really want to, you know, to step into and try. Yeah. I, well, first of all, if someone had been, if someone had told me, um, Yolanda, you're going to grow up and you're going to have children and you're going to homeschool them. I, I would never have believed them. I would have told them that they were absolutely crazy. You know, <laughs> it just, it's, no, it's not the path that I expected at all, because I, I really did think I was going to be leading, you know, America's next great corporation. Um, <laughs> so, that is interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. I did. I did not think that at all. So, but, but I would say, um, I would say is in, in terms of, of home education, I think home education is, has been around since the beginning of man. I mean, um, it, it, it is not a new concept. And, and in terms of educating, it was only something that was available, you know, to the privilege, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of, of educate people had private libraries. There was no such thing as a public library. And then when you think about black folks, you know, um, you know slaves used the Bible uh, to teach each other how to read. And you know, my motto is, it's always been, if a slave can learn how to read, right. then surely you can. Right. Right. Um, so I, I don't think that home education has, is, is, is necessarily 
this novel idea, but I think that it is catching um, much more attention right now because of the state of our schools. And um, when people say, well, I can't, I can't do this, you know, well, that that's absolutely not true because I think that I think particularly black people have, have always done some form of home education. If mm-hmm. you've helped your child with homework, then guess what? You've home educated. Exactly. If you've taken your child to an enrichment class on the weekends or after school, then guess what? You, you, you have delved in, into home education. So um, for us, I didn't feel like it was a choice because I, I, you know, my children, I think, are, are, they, they came into the world, as I said before, naturally curious, naturally gifted. And I just took the responsibility of making sure that they were properly educated. I just, I, I took that to heart. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like I brought these children into the world. I owe them, I, I have that obligation to make sure that they are a whole person. Right, right. So that's, that's the reason that we decided to, to do it. it. It was more or less, I really felt like I had no other choice. And, and it is a choice that I have, that has been one of the greatest, you know, gifts that I have ever, ever received. So. And you just said, you, you, you said something, you said, you know, you were, you thought that you would be working in corporate America and that, you know, you would have all of these, um, uh, you had this perception, I'm, I'm sure of how everything would unfold. Right. Um, you know, what were some of the things that you did with, you know, with, with your children in terms of like, you know, um, just kind of exposing them and, and just being um, social, this ideal of socializing. You know, now, you know, my 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 thoughts on socialization, it's it, I, I almost cringe when I hear that that term now. But I have to stop and realize that the person who is poising that question or has that idea has been socially conditioned to believe that way. And you, so you, you know, you, you got to go deep on this. I mean, why, did, why is socialization always the first thing that comes about? Because we have been socially conditioned to believe that children learn one way and that they learn in one type of setting. And anybody, anybody would tell you that, 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 that that's absolutely not true. And I, and I have to point back to um, going back to that, that analogy that I used before about if a slave can learn how to read um, the Bible um, under probably the most non-social conditions that you could ever possibly think of and rise to become great orators and activists. I mean, you're not talking to them about socialization. Socialization is one thing. Institutionalization is yet another. And what what people don't understand is that our children in schools are in a process of institutionalization. Socialization <clears throat> is something that comes from basically making sure that your, your, your child or whoever it is has the ability to live in society, right? Social comes from uh, society. So if, you're, if you are, are providing that child with all the things that they need to be a whole person, socialization is 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 a part of it. It's 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 in fact it's more emphatic 
um, a, a part of the process of educating a child than this so-called, you know, the way that the schools so-called do it. So, you know, uh, I, I look at people who were, you know, there are famous people that were that were homeschooled. Like everybody knows Albert Einstein was, but Booker T. Washington was. Uh, George Washington Carver was home educated. So these these people grew to be leaders, not only in their communities, but around the world. So socialization is is not just about, you know, uh, Susie and and Johnny sitting together in the cafeteria. Socialization. (laughs) (laughs) And and figuring out who's just going to go to the mall to do that, you know. Exactly. You know, there's there's a such thing as called uh, being social. And my grandmother used to talk about the social graces. But, you know, you can you can teach in the way that we decided to do was to make sure that, you know, our, our children were exposed um, to activities within the church, within the neighborhood. There's, um, as a matter of fact, if, if we took advantage of all of the, the social activities that are available as, 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 a, as, you, you, as a homeschooler, um, you wouldn't get any work done. So, so socialization to me is, is not so much um, a, a a a thing as it is just the process of making the whole child and that's the and that's the the beauty of home education is that you focus on what that child needs a child will reveal to you just being a natural um a natural person what they need if a child is ill, you know what, you know that the child, if they have a fever, you're going to try to reduce the fever. If a child is hungry, you're going to feed the child. If a child is cold, you're going to make sure that they're warm. If a child is lacking in certain skills, math skills, reading skills, socialization skills, then guess what? It is a natural inclination of a parent to make sure that that child has what what he or she needs. So I, I, I'm always baffled by that question. And I guess they mean, you know, go into a football game or go into a prom, but guess what? <laughs> you can still do those things, you know, uh, in, as, a, as a so-called homeschooled child as well. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off on, on a tangent, no, but that, no, I, I'm, no, always, I, I'm always amused by that question. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, I, I, think, um, I think how you express it is, is, is wonderful because like you said, it's so often, you know, we, we don't look at socialization, you know, and institutionalization um, as like basically, well, they're two different things, you know, but at the same they time. Are. Yeah. So I, I think that so many people. Oh, think, and then one other thing. Can I say one other thing yes. about that? I, I will often ask, you know, for, you know, just a, a random normal question you'll ask a child, um, you know, how are you today? Or what do you think about, I don't know, um, what do you think about um, the economic crisis? I it just it's whatever type of question, and you can always tell the difference between a child that is socialized versus a child that is institutionalized, and you you will hear the difference in a in the answers of a of a child that's in one versus the other, and a lot of it has to do with uh, children who are institutionalized have kind of lost that um they've kind of lost that that (laughs) that zeal or that 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 freedom to know that they can that their opinion matters that they can that they actually have thoughts about things 
And, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I believe that the United States is going in X direction. You will very seldom hear that type of answer. And I'm not going to make it a blanket statement, but I've, I've just I've, I, I can see the difference. But when you when you talk to a child who is comfortable about who they are, they're comfortable expressing their ideas. They're not they're not constantly told to be quiet. Don't think only do as I say they can give you an answer that's much more varied, that's much more, um, um, you know, much more critical in it, in its, in its thinking, because they're not, they're not in a, in a, in an environment where they're, where they're, those types of ideas are shunned or they're not allowed right. to express themselves. So. Right. Right. And I think, I think what you're saying, I mean, it's really, you know, so wonderful. And I think that's the thing. So many people, um, I call it very unconventional. I do, um, especially in this day and time, because like you just said, you know, in terms of, you know, people always ask as well, like, well, what do you use for curriculum or, or, or uh, well, how do you know how to, you know, to grade them? And, and I'm like, well, first of all, you know, I'm able to see their development. I'm able to be aware of their weaknesses. I'm able to say, hey, you know what? I think you need to focus on this. And it also, you know, um, with my children, my sons, what I've learned that you just said something that was so important that none of us learn the same, you know, even though we might right. be in the same class, right? And we might be listening to the same, you know, professor or teacher, you know, in high school, elementary, guess what? When you look at someone's notes, everybody's notes are going to be different. <laughs> you know, right. when they take a notes, it's going to be different. Why? Because we're not designed the same, you know? And it's like, yeah, I understand that there's a, uh, you can use, you know, specific formulas that works over and over again. Understand, you know, hey, I understand that philosophy. But when it comes down to it, there are so many ways to get to the same place. You know, I always Absolutely. give a use analysis, you know, um, if I go to the airport, right, someone might take, you know, uh, uh, one exit, you know, I might take, you know, get off on, you know, another highway to, to get there. But the fact is, we both get there, you know, and <laughs> so the point that I'm making is that none of us learn the same. You know, and I think, you know, I think the way when I start, when I think about home education, I think of it as being um, definitely unconventional. It's definitely a way to, um, um, I, I call it for me as, as a mother, as a woman, uh, it helped me to explore and, and really tap into some things that um, I realized that I didn't learn in school. You know, I was a part of just being a part of the institution. I didn't, you know, there were certain concepts that I didn't get until I started educating my own sons. And I started looking like, wait a minute, you know, like it was really, I also began to learn, you oh know, so yeah, it, it there really just so opened much. me up, you right. know, to so many things. And I was always, um, I would say, um, uh, when I was 17, I really began to become an avid reader. But uh, I really, when I began to homeschool my my, my children, man, I began to, I mean, the love, it just kind of uh, escalated because I was just like, wow, this is, this is what education, I was saying to myself, I wish I would have had this, you know, when I was, you know, 
in fourth grade. I wish I would have had this before it was, you know, zapped out of me. The freedom was zapped out of me. I wish that I would have been able to kind of move forward and have this type of, um, as I said before, the zeal, you know? Um, and so when, when, when you're thinking about the, the overall, um, I think if, if any, if I would have any talk to anyone and say, you know, to look at it overall, you know, how and what the importance of, of, of home education will do uh, for your children, it would definitely allow them to be able to uh, be passionate about what it is that they desire to do. And I think that's one of the things that we've gained out of this process as well, you know, allowing them to step into um, um, what they want to do, you know, freely, you know, to try it. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. Absolutely. You know, because we can explore that, you know, we can, we can try it. And if, and if it doesn't work, okay. Absolutely. You know, there's a, you, you said so many good things in there and, you know, I, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, well, how do I get books and, and how do I start us and how do I, and what kind of curriculum and, and, you know, how do I leave my job? And, and I would say, the beauty of it is that there is no one way um, of doing it. Um, you and I both know the people who work full time um, and homeschool their their children. They find a way, but I think that's that's first and foremost. You have to make a commitment that this is something. This is so important um, for our family, for our children, that we're going to find a way. And 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 you don't have to. I think anything that you that you have a love and a commitment to do, you're going to find a way, no matter what it is. And the beauty of it is that, you know, I, I, I didn't tell my children, well, you're going to be a doctor or you're going to be an engineer. You're going to be, um, you know, um, a designer or it's, they have naturally found what their strengths are because one, they have been given the time and the freedom and the latitude to explore what it is that they like to do, what they're good at. And then what they have naturally gone and done on their own is found the resources to support what they want to do. You know, it's, it's not about whether I understand, you know, um, physics or, or uh, differential calculus. It's, it's, if that is something that you know that you're going to need, then guess what? It's it's going to reveal itself. It's going to the resources are going to reveal itself. The right class or the right uh, teacher is going to come in to um, into your life to help you figure that out. So that that's that it has been a a journey. Um, you know, there are some days that I'm like, wow, how are we going to do this? But I every single time, um, I'm amazed at one what these children have been able to do. And then all of the, the support that has been shown to us, whether it came from us or from outside to make that happen. So it, it, it's really been a very organic process that has just kind of worked on its own. Well, what are some of the things that, um, what are some of the things in terms of, um, financially, um, have you had to overcome in terms of, uh, being, um, I don't know how it is, like what's been your side hustle, your business or uh, in ways to help forge uh, you to continue to homeschool? You know, because a lot of people going into homeschool and they think, well, we can't do it off, you know, 
one income or, you know, how are we going to, uh, how are we going to do this? Or how are we going to do that financially? So uh, can you like share like some of the things that you've learned in the process and what, what worked for your family? Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I have to say that I, I understand that not everybody um, can homeschool their, their children. And not everybody should homeschool their children. Yeah, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I think that it is it is a it should it should be a viable option for those uh, for a myriad of reasons may choose to you know um, so if you if you if you have that desire because you don't feel like your child is getting what they need um, in a school or you just want to go about a different way or you want your children to have a more um, you know. Um, Afrocentric uh, curriculum, you know, there's a, there's a, there's always, there's a lot of whys and the how, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be different than every, for everyone. So, I mean, our family had to very early on make the commitment to be a one income family. Um, And I know that that is very difficult for, for certain people. Um, I, I won't say that, you know, that we can, let me rephrase that. I have not missed out on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being, being one income, it, it took a mindset shift and to tell you the truth, because I had that mindset shift, I, we've probably have done better, you know, if I had been pulling down my, my corporate income and we would have been a dual income house because my, 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 no, no, no. My pers- but, but my perspective and my values would be very different than they are today. You know, I mean, can we go um, to, you know, um, I don't know, to, to some fancy uh, super resort in Hawaii? Actually, I, I do know people who are on one income, who homeschool, who do, who do that. It's, it's really just a matter of, of, of finding and utilizing your resources. I think when you have goals, you can, you can accomplish anything. So, you know, there are things that are, that are, um, that I value, I value education first and foremost over everything. So every, so my value set is going to lead how my, my lifestyle is. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, so there are things that I would have placed emphasis on or importance on, clothing, um, you know, uh, a car, um, a, you know, a house or whatever that, that did not, that are not as important to me, even moving back to Jackson, Mississippi, you know, kind of plays into our, 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 our values and our mindset, because here I'm able to do things that I wouldn't have been able to do, um, in Chicago, which is a much more expensive city, but, but by placing the children's interest first, you know, it forced me to realign some of, of my um, my priorities. But I have, you know, I've I've always had a side hustle. Um, you know, uh, I, I've always either, you know, had my own business. I've run a real estate investment business. Um, you know, currently, you know, I have a, a marketing business, you know, where I really help small businesses and entrepreneurs you know, with some of the, some of their marketing needs, some of their, um, office administration needs. I have tutored in the past, you know, 
I, you do, you do what you need to do and, and still, but I've also done those things because I wanted to, um, to fulfill me, you know, there's, there's a, there's a certain selflessness, obviously when you're raising children, no matter what, but there is, there is a certain part of me that I, that I have to fulfill as well. And, um, in my creative side, my, my business side, you know, that manifests in many different ways. Right. Did that answer the question no, at all? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying, um, this conversation and I truly believe that, uh, I truly believe you just make it happen. You like, I, I say the thing, you just do the damn thing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just work it. And that's what. Um, we've always done. It's like, oh, you want to go here? Okay. You want to want to go to Africa? Um, okay, let's 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 try to make this happen. You want to go That's to New York? Right. Okay, That's well, right. let's you know <laughs> let's expose them to this. Okay, so it's like you you in that mindset, you know, and and because I always say that um, who else um, is more capable of loving and educating their children? Uh, more than the mother and the father when they're engaged and they are are involved in their children's lives I'll tell you what you will definitely see the benefits of it Um, so um, if there's someone out there today who just don't know where to begin um, and I'm just going to put it there there's a family out there right now who's trying to figure out what options they have what would you say to them you know, they're in a district that schools are that's not producing what they feel like they need for their children. Tell me, what would you tell them? I would say, listen to your heart. First and foremost, listen to your heart. I think we are led when we really tap into, you know, what our heart is telling us. Some people may say what God is telling them. Um, I think I think you know what is best uh, for your for your child, and you and you. I, I think you truly need to pray on what it is that you that you need to do. And then, secondly, I would say, you know, talk to someone, talk to someone who has successfully done it, or um, someone who has done it for a period of time. Um, there are so many resources out here. If you if you put homeschool into Google, you literally will get, you know, probably several hundred thousand um, hits for something like that. So there's a lot of different ways to go about doing it. There is no one way fits all. Um, And maybe even consider doing it part time, uh, because ultimately it is it's about it's about the children. And if you put your child and your children first and foremost, I think every decision that follows is is going to be the right one. And then you know what else? I, I was thinking that is awesome. I think that is incredible. What books would you recommend? Give me give me two books off the top that you think that you, that you, that you would that would feel and that would be very helpful uh, to the listeners. Um, I know the one of the first books that I read was John Taylor oh, yes. uh Dumbing yeah. Us Down. That was that that book was a um, it really kind of shifted my mindset and got me thinking. Um, just you know what's being done in schools. Um, another one was uh, the Conspiracy to Destroy Black Boys by uh, Joanza Kanjufu. 
That's that that to me. And that just kind of it, it helps you with the historical aspects of what's going on in our schools right now. But then in terms of actually um, the actual nitty gritty of homeschooling, I, w- I was a Susan Wise Bauer fan. Um, Susan Wise Bauer is is um, this woman who frames homeschooling in what she calls the classical education model or format and what it is to me is just good old-fashioned home training you know (laughs) (laughs) it's a good it's it's the old-fashioned way that you know we as as black people have done in the one from the one room schoolhouse you know up to now and you know I look at people like my mother who you know who came out of out of uh she was she was in schools and what the the uh 40s and 50s and came out in in the 60s and I tell you, she knows more and she was she was educated so formally and so well then, I think much more than what the kids are getting now. They had, you know, they had everything from home economics, penmanship, chemistry, biology, physics, uh, economics back then. And uh, so that's what I think about when I think of Susan Wise Bauer. So those are the books that, that come to the top of my head. There's a whole bunch of them out there. Wow, though. this is this has been so totally awesome. Like I've totally uh, enjoyed um, just having this conversation with you. I know that we're going to continue this conversation, and I know that you're going to come back on this podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Would we're going to do it again. And, and like I said, when we do it again, um, we'll kind of just you know grow it as well like we'll just add some more uh, sisters in here with us and and i'll just kind of be able to talk some more because i'm sure it's so much more that i wanted to cover um, but for now i want to say thank you to all the listeners for listening to the freedom agents journeys podcast and remember if you enjoy what you've heard today please subscribe and share at tawanashante.com and on social media at Tawana Shante. Thank you so very much. I would like to thank our special guest, Yolanda Brown. She is definitely a freedom agent. You absolutely rock. So stay tuned because there is more to come.